down to Y Foodie Edge facing back right on. The only podcast taking you under the helmet. Expert analysis breaking down the quarterback play in the NFL each weekend. Don't that feel good when your crowd behind you? Let's give them something to cheer for now. This is Inside the Pocket with your host, Greg McElroy. Welcome in Inside the Pocket podcast here with Greg McElroy, your host as always. Appreciate you guys being with us. And I'd be remiss if we didn't start our big inside quarterback spotlight breakdown by just describing the greatness that is Pat Mahomes. That's what we're doing this week, by the way. He's just incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. He makes the most difficult plays look so easy. I don't really know how he does it. I can't explain it. But the guy has the arm talent of Aaron Rodgers, the mobility of... Gosh, like a not quite to the extreme of Cam Newton because he's not a power runner, but I mean, he can get out and create with his legs and does so on so many different occasions. And he also has the cerebral ability to neutralize everything in the game mentally and do so quickly at the line of scrimmage. The guy's just incredible. So what I would do if I were you and I'd go back and I'd watch this game against the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night, I would spend an awful lot of time just listening, listening more than anything else to what he's doing before the snap. Listen to all the different cues and the hard counts and him saying Roger or Lucky or Ringo or Lucy. I mean, all these adjustments at the line of scrimmage, he's pointing out pressures all the time. And it's pretty remarkable. I mean, just the more you watch him, the more you really begin to appreciate his greatness. Uh, because I do believe he has taken the next step here in this 2020 season. Granted, it's early. It's early. But I'm telling you, man, he makes it look awfully easy and, and does so almost every single week. All right, let's get to it. I want to get into some of the big plays from this past weekend. And the first play is relatively simple. Not a whole lot to it. It's the first quarter. It's second and nine. And Pat Mahomes really just throws a quick little out route to Travis Kelsey. But what I appreciate about this snap is the fact that it looks like a pressure look from Baltimore. There's seven minutes and 59 seconds left in the first quarter. It looks like a pressure look from Baltimore. Everyone's walked up. You can tell just based how the secondary is looked here. It's not a pressure look. Pat Mahomes is completely and totally comfortable just given how the secondary is aligned. They're soft. They're in off coverage. Their eyes are in the backfield. It's not a pressure look. So what does he do? He says, all right, where's my best leverage? And the best leverage is to the left where he has Travis Kelsey working on a quick little out route. And knowing that there will likely be five rushers and knowing that there's only five protectors, he doesn't know which is which yet. What does he do? He finds a quick outlet throws it accurately to Kelsey, who turns it upfield and gains 11 yards. That was a second and nine, easy conversion. I mean, just just so easy. He makes it look so incredibly easy. Uh, And it's just, it's seamless for him. Where so many other guys, it's very, very difficult. For instance, if you really watch him against Lamar Jackson, you watch him side by side, Lamar's not making that throw. He's probably going to try to run, escape the pocket, and 
And as a result is either you're going to work real well or, or not work that well at all. Moving forward a little bit more. And it's amazing is as much as they were for the most part dominating the game in the first quarter, there's only a couple drives. So it was pretty limited with the amount of plays that you might have when kind of breaking down Pat Mahomes here in the first quarter. Well, the next play I want to get to is I thought just a really neat design, even more so than it was a great throw. But I want you to look at the design here from Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, and Andy Reid, the head coach. It is one minute and 39 seconds left in the first quarter. It's a second and 10. You have split back look, especially with it being a little bit interesting with Tyreek Hill to Pat Mahomes' right in shotgun alignment. Well, this is a little screen to the left, screen to the right. Oh, nope, it's neither. I'm going to throw it back to Travis Kelsey over the middle after I create all types of misdirection. If you look at the theme of this plan, it was really about taking advantage of how aggressive Baltimore was going to be and trying to limit the amount that Tyreek Hill could impact the game. And that was, I thought, a really cool design right there where you fake the screen to the left, then you come back, fake the screen to the right to Tyreek Hill, and then you sneak Travis Kelsey out right over the middle to account for that misdirection. And it was a really nice design and a beautiful play. All right, the next play I want to get to was maybe my favorite design of the entire night. Anytime you get a fullback in the end zone, how can you not be thrilled about it? It's third and five. There's 12 minutes and 55 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Now, I love this play, and I told you just a second ago how cognizant Baltimore was about limiting Tyreek Hill within this offensive plan. So what did they do? They use Hill as a decoy yet again. Well, the creativity of Pat Mahomes on display yet again as well. So they take Hill, they put him in the running back spot, they run him into the flat. You see three different Baltimore defenders try to run to the front pylon to beat Tyreek Hill there. Well, what do they do? They slip Sherman right underneath it. Pat Mahomes throws it underhand to him, and it was just a beautiful design. I mean, they have blockers there. It's just, it was stealing, absolute stealing. There is Sherman on that touchdown. So one of my favorite designs of the entire night. I thought that was absolutely worth highlighting given just how creative. And this is why, by the way, just as, a, as an aside, Eric Bieniemy, who is the play caller, by the way, the guy needs to be a head coach sooner than later. What's taking so long? I don't know. But my goodness. I mean, this guy had a heck of a night on Monday night with some of the things he was able to dial up and, and dial up consistently. Let's go next to third and five with eight minutes and 41 seconds left. Now, when you look at Pat Mahomes, part of his, I guess, genius, for lack of a better word, is his ability to adjust arm angles. Well, when you look at this play, like I said, eight minutes and 41 seconds left in the second quarter, the movement in the pocket's ridiculous. I mean, he's pumping, he's moving, he's climbing in the pocket. He escapes to his left, buys a little time, tries to get his shoulders flipped, but has Hardman throwing a little bit back behind himself. And Marlon Humphrey, by the way, is chasing him down. Almost gets him, almost hits the ball free as well. But Mahomes is able to turn his body so effortlessly that 
It, it's just ridiculous. I mean, this throw is ridiculous. Moving to his left, throwing back to his right, and doing so very accurately. It's hard to really, it's hard to really justify just how good it really is. All right, next play. And I'm telling you, I could do 50 plays for Pat Mahomes. Another touchdown, by the way, right here. This one goes to Tyreek Hill. It's six minutes and 46 seconds left in the second quarter. He's got Tyreek Hill on a deep V route. Tyreek is in press coverage to the right. He knows he's got his fastest guy working against that press coverage. Tyreek gets a really nice inside release off play action. He knows immediately where he's going with the football. But the location of this football is what was so remarkable. Now, for all the great things that Tyreek Hill is, he is not the longest guy in the world. And when he's working to a back pylon, you have to throw it high and away from the defender. Well, if you look at where this ball is located, not only is it thrown high and on time when there's not a ton of time to release this ball and to get it up and down, but he throws it in a spot that allows Tyreek Hill to elevate with ease and track it in beautifully. I mean, it was well covered. There's really nothing the defender could do. The throw and the catch was just that good. And I cannot emphasize enough just the location on this throw and the timing on this throw as he got it up and down while still throwing it away from the defender, who really was in perfect phase with where they were trying to be defensively. All right, and perhaps my favorite play of the entire evening. It is third and 14. Third and 14, one minute and 54 seconds left in the half. And what does Baltimore decide to do? They decide to pressure Pat Mahomes. Now, what I love about this play more than anything else, they tried to bring this pressure a little earlier. They bring Marlon Humphrey off the right-hand side, and he's the unaccounted-for defender in the blitz package. But what does Patrick Mahomes recognize? He knows that he has a double move to meet Cole Hardman on the outside. So what does he have to do? He has to buy a little time. Before the snap, he points over because he recognizes the pressure. He points over at Humphrey. He said, all right, that's my guy. Tells the running back to go pick up what you can. But that's the guy I got to account for. He points to him before the snap. He takes the snap. He takes a good drop. He sees the pressure and immediately starts to backpedal away from Marlon Humphrey. He backpedals to his left, knowing that that free defender, that free rusher off the right-hand side, I have to buy time before that guy gets home. So he drifts to his left, drift, 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 and throws an absolute missile of a throw to Miko Hardman off his back foot, 50-plus, almost 60 yards in the air, Yeah, was the ball thrown inside? Sure, but it's a double move against press alignment. It's just stealing. I mean, that is a ridiculous play. Absolutely ridiculous play and throw by Patrick Mahomes. I mean, this throw was as good a throw as I've seen in the NFL this year. I mean, to be able to buy that much time and to throw it off his back foot the way he was, uh, I just cannot put into words just how impressive that throw really was. So that was the first half, all right? That was the first half. I mean, we already did seven, eight, or nine plays. Usually in the breakdown, the most we ever do is five or six, maybe seven. Well, to have six, seven, or eight great plays just in the first half alone speaks to the greatness of Patrick Mahomes' performance on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens. Truly. Truly remarkable. I do want to go to the second half 
for just a little bit. There's not as much in the second half because at that point they were kind of in lead control. Not much to take away from. I thought he made some good decisions. They got into a little bit of a rhythm there towards the end, but then there was a time when they got the they really got it within say a, a decent score i mean it was to a point where i don't want to say kansas city was ever really uncomfortable but it could have very easily drifted in favor of baltimore had they not put together a drive there at the beginning of the fourth quarter so what do they do they go back and they give the ball to mahomes say hey drop back find some accurate throws make good decisions. That's exactly what he did. He also used his legs, I thought, really nicely. And if you look at the play, for instance, there's 11 minutes and 36 seconds left. This is a critical third and 10. It might be four down territory, depending on how many yards they gain. It's third and 10, 11, 36 remaining in the fourth quarter. Pat Mahomes recognizes that the containment was lost lost by Baltimore's defense. They bring pressure up the middle. There's nobody home on the right-hand side, so he escapes to his right, and we mentioned the wheels. He's not a guy that's going to thrive on picking up big yardage with his legs, but when you drop contain because you bring internal pressure and there's nobody home, he can make you pay for it. They even had a spy on in this play. However, the spy had absolutely no chance of beating Pat Mahomes to the line to gain as he sprints forward for a critical conversion. And let's go next, finally. We've already highlighted Pat Mahomes' greatness, but let's finally put a bow on Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid's night. When you throw a touchdown pass to an offensive tackle, you're doing something right. Clearly, you are doing something right, as Pat Mahomes, with 8 minutes and 22 seconds left, got a touchdown pass to the former first overall pick, Eric Fisher. Just beautiful design. They had the receiver sneakily off the ball to the left-hand side, meaning the Fisher was eligible. And they, off play action, work him out into the back left corner where his tall, long body secures the catch. And he reels in a touchdown for the first time. By the way, interesting nugget here. The first number one overall pick to catch a touchdown pass since Keyshawn Johnson, Eric Fisher, the left tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs. So that puts a bow on it. The final stat line for Pat Mahomes, a cool 31 of 42, 385 yards and four touchdowns, not including the 26 yards he added on the ground and the touchdown that he had on the ground on the first drive as well. That 12 yard carry on third and 10 there uh, was the longest carry of the night. But Pat Mahomes continues to do remarkable things, remarkable things with the ball in his hand and his acumen at the line of scrimmage has become so incredibly special, man. It's almost must watch television every single Sunday or Monday or Thursday for that matter when he is on television. That'll do it here for the QB spotlight. Remember, you can always subscribe to Inside the Pocket or download Inside the Pocket podcast on any of your devices. That includes at the SiriusXM app. That includes in Pandora. That includes anywhere where you get your podcast. For all of us here at Inside the Pocket, for Andrew Emmer, I'm Greg McElroy. Have a great weekend and enjoy the football. 